It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Cheers. Here's Siddle. He's got it in. He's got it in. Taylor Siddle's got a hat trick on his birthday. Go on. Go Hello, everyone, and we're back for another episode of Two Sleeps in a Gully. I'm joined in studio by Glenn. Hello. And uh, Captain Grumpy, Skip or <laughs> Gary, as he's going by now. Hey, mate, how are you? Pretty good. Um, so we've come to you the last month with some interesting episodes. We've had a couple of test review episodes. We've had a game show episode. And we're going to keep the uh, strange stuff going on. We've got something a little bit different again. I don't know if you remember from a few episodes ago, we did an all-time Australian eleven draft where we took it in turns picking a player and we had to make the best side that we could between the three of us. Well, we're going to go back and revisit that again because it was a lot of fun. Um, had a great time doing it. But this time we're going to make a World eleven using all of the available players currently active. The only stipulations that we've got is that they uh, need to be active players. So, unfortunately, Shakib Al-Hassan is not eligible due to his suspension. Mm-hmm. And they have to have played at least one test. So any up-and-coming players or any one-day specialists that you think might be able to make that leap aren't eligible. They have to have played a test match for their nation. So that is the stipulations we've got going forward. So we uh, organised the order before the beginning of the episode, um, and I, luckily enough, managed to go first again. So... uh, Someone up there is looking after me. Yeah. Glenn has got the second pick, and Gary, again, has the third pick. He was a bit Captain Grumpy about that, but that's just the way the dice roll ended up on. So, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, sorry, Gaz, you got the third pick. You'll just have to go and uh, make the most of it. I'll do the best. Right. All right, we'll get stuck into the draft straight after this. All right, let's get stuck straight into it. So, with the first overall pick in the current World Eleven draft, I'm going to take Steve Smith. Oh, wow, that's a shock! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I totally thought it'd be somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think we really need to explain why. Um, we're, we're, well, you know, go into it. Just humorous. We've we've humorous. got a, we've got a bit of time to yeah, fill in. Time to fill in. <laughs> All right, well, clearly uh, I think that Steve Smith is the batsman of this generation, um, especially in Test cricket. Um, Those of you that have listened to the podcast for a long time would know that I am prepared to die on the sword that I think Smith is the second best batsman that has played Test cricket. Mm. You know, he's got an average of well over 60. It's an average that's been sustained for six, seven years now. Um, and his average would be even better if he didn't have to have that stint where he was, you know, considered a, an, uh, you know, a bowling all rounder or an all rounder or just a straight out bowler. If we take yeah. his time, he's come back to the side as a batsman. His average is ticking up near seventy, which is just phenomenally good numbers. 
He can bat anywhere in the world. He he can, is still a handy bowler, and he can field anywhere yep. also. So it's pretty much a tick in every box. Yep, and it's just he can play anywhere. He Obviously, he's got a fantastic average in Australia. He scored a heap of runs in England. He's gone over and scored runs in the subcontinent. There aren't very many chinks in his armour. Uh, so, yeah, Steve Smith, obvious first choice for me. Yeah, he's clearly, cool. Clearly, Glenn, clearly over to you. Terrible. Well, you know what? I, I think I think I, I'm going to try and get a good team here, and uh, I'm not going to worry about being unpopular. So I'm going to go with Virat Kohli. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Well, you know, like you can say what you want about him, but uh, the reason that uh, lots of people hate him apart from um, some of his personality traits, is uh, that he goes really well. <laughs> um, I mean, we're, we're picking out these based on tests, but, uh, I mean, statistically, if you weigh him up against Smith, he looks pretty good if you look across all three formats. He's certainly not as good as Smith uh, in tests, um, oh, he's, but, un- he's unquestionably, if you're taking all three formats into account, he is the best batsman in the world. Yeah. Well, we'll all of those Indian fans out there, that we'll, we'll, cop, we'll, we'll cop that. Coley is a better batsman than Smith once you take ODIs and T20s in. But Smith, I think, is still probably yeah. maybe forehead, maybe not yeah. head and shoulders, maybe just forehead yeah. ahead of Coley in I test mean, he, cricket. He captains his side well as well. Um, yeah, but he also um, doesn't play like a whole heap of tests or one day series against teams like Bangladesh and 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 Pakistan stuff like that you know he he plays against well, let's say proper sides yeah so yeah. The, the obvious chink in his armor is he hasn't had a a massively dominating series in England yet but yeah he he certainly improved out of sight from his first tour to his that's, second tour that's so probably his final frontier you know there's a lot of players who've had a chink in their armour. Ponting couldn't play in the subcontinent, that kind of thing. Funny uh, enough, we actually have the wood on Kohli when we play India in the subcontinent, which I think is mm. really, really interesting. But no, there's nothing wrong with that pick at all. All right. Yep. Gary, over to you, mate. Right. I've been looking around and I think, just think I'm going to have to take a keeper. There's lots of great batsmen, lots of great bowlers. Well, I'll, I'll be in your team. Oh, because <laughs> I'm a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible dad joke. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Quentin de Kock. All right. Uh, de Kock, his stats say sort of everything. He's a good leader. He's not the guy you want out there to score like a thousand runs, but it's Quentin de Kock. He's probably the closest thing we've seen to Gilchrist since yeah. Gilchrist. He's a... Uh, He's a batsman that definitely belongs in the top six. He's aggressive. He's young. Um, he's, I believe, the captain of their short-form sides, if I'm not mistaken now. Yes, I think he is. So um, now there's a lot to like about DeCock. He's got um, a lot of good things going for him. He's an aggressive batsman. He could turn a game in a session if he gets um, gets away from you. So Ah, he's great when he's up. You know? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I couldn't let it go past. Um. A good keeper, too. Uh, all right, so my pick. I am going to go with Pat Cummins. Um, yep. Hard to argue against that. I've got the number one test batsman and the number one test bowler to start off my team, so I think that's pretty yep. good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Right. Why not? Um, stay Sticking with the, uh, the theme of my team, um, unpopular players that are good. Well, at least unpopular with this uh, podcast. I'm going to go with Ben Stokes. I was already riding it in. Oh. <laughs> yep. Really good all-round player. Um, has devastated our team and has devastated South Africa in the past. Um, he, show, of, he showed in the recent England Windy Series that he is uh, he's a, match, a genuine match winner with bat and ball and, you know, could be close to overtaking Root as the class batsman of that team. So, yeah. Um, uh, and always manages to seem to pick up, you know, if he's not taken a bag full of wickets, he always seems to get the key breakthrough. So Yeah, um, and it's really hard to see where the limit is. He, he brings the 2020 style into Test cricket and doesn't look foolish doing it. So, uh, you know, what, he, one, could, he could be anything, but I hope not. <laughs> one, one thing that's impressed me in the last maybe 
18 months, two years from Ben Stokes is he's really worked on going through the gears as a batsman. Um, we, there's that the, the Headingley test that broke our hearts as, during the Ashes where he was like nine off 70 balls, um, really just grinding the Aussie bowlers down. And then yeah. you saw it once he needed to get that 76 runs for the last wicket, he just turned into a T20 monster and just hit some phenomenal shots. And I think he's yeah. really worked on having that I'm not in a position where I can score freely, but I'm happy to absorb balls without feeling the pressure. And then when mm. he needs to turn it on, he just scales through those gears. I haven't seen anyone, yeah. including Virat Kohli, um, manage to go from a crawl to... I think the last batsman actually that I've seen cycle through the gears that well would have been A.B. De Villiers. Yeah. Uh, I can, yeah, I can agree with that. I think... Schiffner and Chanderpaul could weirdly do that in a, in a strange way. Like, he was known as a very defensive player, but every so often he would just go absolutely nuts. Mm. I think Stokes um, consistently goes at a, yeah, yeah. a higher it's, run rate than Chanderpaul oh, abs- abs- Absolutely. But you're right, Chanderpaul didn't yeah, have that he, ability to mm. kick it into gear when he needed to. That's a good pick. That's a solid middle order there, looking like. Yeah. Gary, going oh, to you. So far, that's half my team gone. <laughs> um, I've... I think openers are going to be difficult to come across, so I'm going to take the next available opener, which would be Dave Warner. We haven't picked an opener yet, so uh, all of them are available ones, yes, Gary. Yes, I, I understand. Unless you go by the Scotty theory and <laughs> just pick someone. Yeah, Stokes is, Stokes is an opener now. Yeah, he's an opener now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I, with what Dave Warner's done in the past, I know he's been a bit rocky, but he, you know, he's been away from the game for, for a little while. Um, and now, after... Sort of COVID nineteen even longer. It's it's not been a good few years for opening batsmen. Oh, it really hasn't, no. Um, you know, like there's there's a few young young ones in India going pretty well, but um, as as far as like long term opening batsmen worldwide, I think that opening partnership has been pretty low. Mm. Yeah, it's not like um, it used to be. You better watch out. Make sure that none of us pick Stuart Broad, or you might be in trouble. No, he takes you abroad. You know, and take him. He's <laughs> rubbish. He's clearly rubbish. Just pick him as a speci- a specialist Warner beater. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. No, whatever. All right, all right. It's up um, to you, Aaron. My next pick. I am going to go with Kane Williamson. Nice. It's not really a, a sort of big leap from all all of us to say that any team that we'd pick, he'd be in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's he quite. He's. I think of the big four batsmen. We always like to talk about the big four: Root, Williamson, Smith, and Coley. I think Williamson's got the most classically correct technique, like the one that looks like doesn't matter where you go, you'll score runs. He just plays everything nice and late. He looks really solid in defence. He seems to be really good against spin and pace. Um, and he's you know led that New Zealand side in both one day international and test cricket with just always seems to be able to punch above its weight in terms of it's, um, you know, it's a nation that's rugby union mad and only has what three, 4 million people in it. And this team is punching right up there with Australia and England and India and, you know, have so much, so many cricketers at their disposal. And he's, yeah, I, I just, I just don't understand where all the great cricketers come from in New Zealand. Yeah, because you have massive competitions in England, and well, not so much in Australia anymore. But you have these massive competitions all across the world, and what there's four, two billion people or something in India, and you get this tiny little island in the middle of nowhere produce these great cricketers, and consistently too. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, it's not just like a a flash in the pan. They always seem to be generating a, a team that you know on paper you're looking like, well, oh, there's not a lot to that team, and then all of a sudden they're you know. Yeah, making exactly. World Cup semi-finals and winning the World Cup as far as everyone yeah. in the world except but England people. Yeah, like Williamson. Williamson himself has been in the top three batsmen. He's probably third only to to Coley and Smith mm. for a while. And and very recently he was probably ahead of Coley. Coley has really gone through and um, really adapted his game the last sort of three years or so, where he's sudden where he's become more of a dynamic. I think that tour to England where he sort of figured out the sideways movement and he was scoring runs there. He sort of kicked him on into that, being in that top echelon, went through a run where he was scoring double hundreds for fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't even have a shopping list, by the way. I'm, I'm just 
doing this off the top of my head. Um, but uh, I think I better get a, a bowler. So I might go ahead and go with Jasper Boomerah. I think he destroyed us last time he came out. Um, I know he's been injured of late, but uh, I'm going to go with him. He, he really is one of the one of those guys that he'll take wickets until he gets really badly injured, and with his action, he he's, he he clearly just is going to. Oh, this is not a long term selection. We, we I just but, want to beat both of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but he, the last time he came to Australia, he was devastating. Yeah. Devastating yeah, on his day. Yeah. Oh, and and he's not an unlikable person. He's he's in an unlikable team. Oh, if he's you're got Australian. A, he's got a very unlikable <laughs> captain. But yeah. <laughs> All right, oh. Gary, you pick number three. No, but you, you know the real bad thing about going third. You think of a player and you're like, right, I'm going to lock this guy in, and then you say that, and then you're like, right, I'm going to think of something else, and then Glenn says it. <laughs> So I'm, I'm. Oh right, okay. So everyone stop picking or reading because right. reading my mind, it's really bad. So you're, the, you're the only one that's actually got a list in front of you. We're just going off top of our heads and just I've watching got, you twitch every time we I've, say a name. Is I've just, got a shopping list and it's annoying. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to pick a number three batsman and I'm going to go Manus Labashane. Right. It is really hard not to like what he's done in the last well since the series in England, the mm. Ashes series in England. He looks like a Smith 2.0. Yeah. And I think with time, he's only going to get better. Well, he's, he's handy with the ball too, like yeah. not just the bat. Yeah, yeah. And, oh. he, and he can field and do all that sort of stuff. He's he, got arms and legs. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he's just one of those guys that really loves the game. Like everyone, everyone that plays test cricket needs to love the game to get to that level. However, you feel like some players play the game, and then they go home and they sort of switch off and don't worry about it. Yeah. I feel like Marnus Lubbershane goes home and sleeps in bed with his bats. Yeah. yeah you I know? think so. He, I he'd, think. Be, he'd be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there, there was the story that about him having a day off the test because there was a washout or something, and he organised with his mates to come around and play backyard yeah, cricket. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> Uh, well done. That's that's Warner lavishing the cop. You got a good. starting of a, a good lineup there. Um, yep. I am going to go with another bowler. I'm going to go with Kagizo Rabada from South Africa as nice. my bowler. Um, I think up front, well, with pace of Cummins and Rabada, they're two of probably the most skillful young bowlers in the world right now. Um, and the scary thing about both of them is the only way they can go is up. Like you just, it looks like with both of those players, there's just so much more. In them, um, you know, Rabadis burst onto the scene with just raw pace, mm. and then you've just watched him add strings to his bow every year, um, to the point that some very like he was getting the new ball off some already pre-established South African legends. Like he was getting the new ball ahead of Morkel and Stain um, yeah. in various cases. Um, he's young, he's dynamic, he's more than handy with the bat. He's going to have to carry that side for a bit. He's going to, yeah. <laughs> like, I think he was second to Cummins in the last 24 months of overs bold nice. um, in world cricket. So, um, yeah, a lot to like about him. And I'm going to take Kagizo Rabada. All right. Mm, good pick. Cool. Um, so, back around to me. I, I'm just trying to – like, there's a few that I, I'm thinking of and – I'm just trying to prioritise them, and I don't know when you guys are going to go for them. So, uh, I think I'll get the spinner in now, and I'm I'm going to go. Oh, but then I'd have to break the theme of having people that we hate. Just pick a team that's going to win. All right, don't theme it. Just pick your best team. All right, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Gary Lyon. I'm gonna take <laughs> Nathan Lyon as my spinner. Well, I don't, I don't think there's any other spinner in the world at the moment that's as good as. Yeah, I. It's it's a little bit close. I mean, there's Ashwin, but I think his statistics are probably a little bit skewed in that he he plays on pitches that suit him yeah, a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, statistically, I think Ashwin probably looks a little bit better than Lyon, but I, I think Lyon is the better bowler. 
and also helps you out if any of these tests that these theoretical tests we play happen in Australia as he's the only off spinner that I've seen in my lifetime that hasn't just got absolutely spanked while playing yeah. over here. There's like a graveyard out back of off spinners <laughs> with, with really good names in it too. Right. Really through sing. <laughs> yeah. Ashwin. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. All right. So I think I need some bowlers. Um, I'm going to pick the West Indian captain, Jason Holder. Oh, the, just the pain on Aaron's face just made me happy. Yeah. I, <laughs> I already had an all rounder, so I couldn't take him. <laughs> I took the um, evil one. Um, he, he's an all rounder, but like he'd be in any side just as a bowler. And as his captaincy and for being the tall guy. Yeah. I watched in the recent series against England. Um, <laughs> he was standing at second slip. He is gigantic. And he just, yeah. He's, uh, oh. And some of his captaincy is really good. He makes great changes, and I don't think he'd be the captain in my side. He's also he's quick to pull the trigger if his bowlers aren't doing a job. Like, he wants discipline yep. and he's outcome focused. He's mm. not just going to give you an over because you're the new ball bowler. There was a few times you saw that you know, Gabriel wasn't getting it right and, you know, do you give him one more? And No, nah, I'm pulling the changes and brings him in. Yeah, it was um, good. I'm keeping the order as we go. Is Jason Holder I've, – I've put De Kock at seven because that's normally your wicket-keeping spot. Is yeah. that, are you going Holder at an all-rounder spot in six or at eight for your bowlers, or I'm should I just leave that to the end? Leave it to the end because yeah. it'll depend on who I end up with. Okay. Right. Cool. And it's back to me. Uh, all right. I am going to go with Barbara Zam. Nice. Um, so, yeah, well, this guy is really closing the gap to the point that you can almost take Joe Root out and have Barbara's arm in as those, you know, top four really classy batsmen. Um, he's scored runs in every format um, just at a frantic rate in the last sort of two and a half years or so. Um, and I think with Williamson Smith and his arm, that's quite a powerful middle order I've got. He, he looked impressive in a side that was just not like – Beaton doesn't really cover it uh, as to what Australia did to Pakistan in those two two tests that they came out for. Was it three? No, it was two. Yeah, and it yeah. was just they were, they were just behind the whole time. It was never mm. really any point where you thought Pakistan is in with a shot with this one. But Azam yeah. came out and performed very, very well against a, a firing Australian attack. Yeah, so he has that ability to just put the game aside and just look at his his own stats. I mean. That's that's not a terrible thing. It sounds like a selfish thing to do, but you know, but sometimes as a cricket, cricket, as cricket, a batsman, you need to be able to do that. Is just yeah. put the game situation aside, go out and get yours, and yeah. then reestablish things. Yeah, yeah. Like they say, you know, it usually helps the team anyway. All right, yeah. over to you, Glenn. Oh man, it's already back to me. Um, I need more thinking time. Uh, I think I'm going to. Have to find a keeper. Just going around the world in my head. <laughs> Not a lot of established guys. I, I think I'm going to go. There's really only two options. I'm going to go with Tim Payne. I'll take the Aussie. I'll because uh, I know him. I like him. Um. He bags out Virat Kohli constantly, so you yeah. what's not to love about the guy? His, his yeah. banter game is strong. It really is. The problem is now, but the the problem is I have Kohli in my side, so <laughs> maybe they're going to have to uh, smoke the peace pipe or uh, something. No, they'd still um, still go at it. That'd be even funnier. Yeah, yeah. Sledging within your own team is, is the <laughs> best. All right, so I'm at a loss to where to go next. I think. There's a few players I need to pick, but I think I better pick up another bowler. Well, it's actually more of an all-rounder. I'm going to go Neil Wagner from New Zealand. Um, yeah. His game in Australia when they had the Test Series between Australia and New Zealand, Test Series was... His game was strong. Yeah. And he, he does bat down the order, and as most New Zealand players, throws the bat. Um, yeah. Handy guy to have on the field, but aggressive. I like it. He really was he was lion hearted, but 
like considering the amount of bounces he bowled and um, how often he actually bounced someone out. Didn't he get Steve Smith out twice? Yeah, but he didn't get Steve Smith out fending. Yeah, I he know. Just, I know. Yeah. Just hooked him and found out at square leg a whole bunch of times. Like, um, Yeah. Like, mind you, he didn't he didn't choose the tactics, mm. but he had the uh, the fitness to, yeah, to he, execute. He did execute rather well. Um, all right, back to me. I'm going to go with an opening batsman. I'm going to bring in Azhar Ali from Pakistan. To yeah, well, that's one that you've picked off me. Uh, Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, right. like he's he's a guy that is. Um, I know he's floated between uh, opening and three in the last sort of over the course of his career, but um, I've seen him occupy the crease for quite a long time. I'm pretty sure he has a triple century in a pink ball test game as well, if I remember right. Really, I think I, so. I know that he has a triple century. I yeah, I'm not sure Any, about anyone that can score a triple century in a pink ball test match. Um, yeah, but you know be. he's got an average of forty-two. Defends, you know, defends really well. I think he's a a worthy choice to open the batting. Yep. Um, okay, it's back back to me. Um, well, I'm going to have to take one of the the young Indian openers that I mentioned before. So uh, I'll go with uh, Agarwal. Um, made a good start to his career. Uh, I think he's he's averaging up in the fifties. It's still a small sample size, so jury's still out. But a, a good start. You'd rather someone averaging fifty early on than thirty. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, he's gone under the radar a bit. I think. All right. So my turn. I'm assuming. Um, I might have a bit of a loss on which way to go. I think. I think. Um, Cheswet Pujara. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. It is a good pick. You got a number three yet? <laughs> I do. Well, we got a couple. I kind of do. Is he, so he's in the middle order or is he yeah. opening? Um, I'm going to think he's, um, I think he might open. Gonna open with him? Yeah. Cool. I just, I don't know. When he played, because he played out in Australia, he did so well. So... And he's he looked. It's hard to remove. He really. Yeah. His defense kind of ro- rivals some of the best defensive players in the in the world. Yeah. Um. He's just that canny guy. All right, back to me. I'm going to um, bring in the next quick bowler for my attack, and I'm going to go with Josh Hazelwood. That's an interesting pick, Aaron. Uh, I think Hazelwood balances off my attack quite nicely. I've got the out-and-out pace of Rabada and Cummins, who also aren't just quick bowlers. They're not, you know, they've, they're tidy enough without, you know, being that, yeah. giving you those boundary balls. And Hazelwood's sort of that just metronome bowler that I can plug in and from an end, sort of that McGrath-style role. <laughs> easy, easy, Tiger. But, yes, I, I understand what you mean. Um, just... I don't know. I I like Hazelwood. I like him as a player. He seems all right as a person. <laughs> he just doesn't sort of fire me up, I suppose. Yeah. But he does play for Australia, and any time Australia takes a I, league, I think he's a, somewhat fired up. <laughs> he's, a, he's a quiet achiever. He really is, I yeah. think he, he just... Like, early on, I think he had better stats than McGrath at the same time. There was some sort of... Stat, uh, where he was faster to a hundred wickets, maybe something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. So he goes well. Cool. All right. All right. So, so back, back to, to me. You now. Okay, I, I think I'll. Uh, I think I'll round it out, and I think I'll take Stark then. <laughs> um, uh. Left arm can bowl one fifty. Sometimes he's a little bit rocks or diamonds, but I'm going to forgive him for that. Yeah, um, he's been much better of late. Well, he got sort of dropped from the test side because he's too erratic. Yeah. And did you see what he wrote on his wrist, like, you know, his wristband that he has around his sort of... No. It said, effort, bowl fast. <laughs> and it worked for him. Oh, so He's a really good exponent of reverse swing when you get into those really dry, dusty pitches as well. So... um 
Yeah. I mean, I I did go off him in that uh, India series because he, he didn't bowl his best there and he was all over the place. But in, oh. a, in a pink ball test, you'd want Stark there. Yeah. I think. I think it doesn't matter where, where it is. If it's a pink ball test and you're playing in twilight into the night time, you yeah. need Mitchell Stark. Yep. For sure. All right. All right, Gary. All right. Well, thank you for, you know, because I had a whole spiel about Mitchell Stark. <laughs> so I'm probably going to go with Tim Southey. Yeah, nice. Um, one of those guys from New Zealand that just sort of come out of nowhere and does everything he needs to do. He's been around for a long, long time too. So yep. he's um, he's unbroken. Yeah, I remember him like making his debut like ages ago. I think I was still a kid, sort of teenager. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was a teenager too. Yeah, I think he might thing. have been. Yeah, um, and he's, he's he's another one of those guys that come out of New Zealand, and you're just like, where where are they making these people? Yeah, where do these people come from? Like, yeah, they oh, just just unbelievable. Just come out of the volcanoes. Oh, they must <laughs> they must be doing weird experiments in New Zealand because the amount of great cricketers they produce. They're, it's just ridiculous. They're quiet people. You've always got to be suspicious. Just of the quiet them. ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, it's up to you, sir. All right, um, I am going to go with probably another opener. I'm just, um, I'm probably going to go with Tom Latham really? as my an another New Zealander. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, happening. Tom Latham opened the batting. So he's probably been one of the form openers going around the last sort of two years or so. Um, he's probably right in line to being considered probably one of the best test openers New Zealand's ever had as well with some of his more recent form. Plenty of hundreds to his name. He's hitting form. He's still relatively young. Mm. Is he going to keep for you? No. 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 So just, just open. Just open the batting. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Yeah. He didn't have a great series when he came to Australia, but um, not, before that he was killing it. Not many of them did. No. No, I think that was probably a, an indication of how good the uh, Australian opening attack is. <laughs> All right, Glenn, over to you, my good man. Uh, okay, okay. My thought process is that I don't really have an in-to-the-wind bowler yet. I've got... Stark and I have Boomer, who are both quick bowlers. I need some uh, consistency there. Um, I might take Ishan Sharma. He's more of an into-the-wind option these days, maybe not early on. <laughs> um, and he's gone really well recently. I hear. Um, yeah. Yeah, last year his, his average length like length has sort of crept toward closer to the batsman, so he's been pitching it up more and it's really cashed in in the last sort of two years or so with his bowling average. He's become mm. one of the one of the very elite and it's reflected in his ICC rankings. He's currently seventeenth um, overall in the world, which is you know, doesn't sound super impressive, but when you consider some of the attacks that are, the bowlers are ahead of him, you know, he's yeah. one of those consistent, reliable performers Yeah, going forward. Gaz, All right, I'm skip. Gonna, I'm going to take a solid number four. And like Glenn said, picking people we really don't like. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to go with Joe Root. Um, yeah. Hard to pick. It's hard to like Joe Root. <laughs> really, really is hard to like Joe. Root. I don't even think he's that solid. I, I don't <laughs> think he's solid, but he's always changing stuff. Always. Um, and his his figures That's sort right. of tell the story. I got Cummins and Hazelwood in my team, so Joe Root's getting nothing. Depends where we we're playing, mate. Well, we were playing in England, and he got nothing. He came over to Australia and got nothing. And that. That's why everyone's like, oh, this Joe Root guy's fabulous. And I'm like, every time I watch him play, he doesn't do anything. You've sort of talked yourself out of this pick while talking him yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Are you sure you want Joe Root? Yeah, I do want it's, Joe Root. It's in spite of that that he still makes runs. Yeah, like if, if he can sticks get around. annihilated by teams like Australia and India, like who is he scoring runs against? 
they don't play that many series. And but anyway, scored double hundred against New Zealand. Yeah, well, anyone that can do that's a half decent batsman. <laughs> Just as much as I'll say. Um, all right, I'm going to round out my bowling attack, and I'm going to take Ravi Ashwin as my spinner. Yep. Sorry, guys. Oh, we kind of kind of covered him. Um. Yeah, the only place he hasn't really fired has been over here, and like we said, there are far better historical off spinners that have I'm, struggled. I'm pretty sure he has a five for here. I'm not sure what his overall records are like, but um, he'd take more wickets if he took his sunglasses off. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> he's also handy with the bat as well, so he's yeah, a guy yeah. that um, with uh, especially with Cummins and Rabada in my bowling attack, that's a, a relatively strong tail. It's a tail I feel it's going to wag a bit. Yeah. Yeah, most tails nowadays do wag. Well, you have to have it, you really. Yeah. If you don't have a tail that can bat a little bit, you find yourself behind the eight ball Yeah, too mm-hmm. often. There's not too many genuine tail enders left anymore, mo- other than other than Shannon Gabriel and a couple <laughs> of others. He's the ob- most obvious one. It was yeah. probably one of the best things about the series was whenever Ian Bishop or um, – Michael Holding were on commentary and they were always talking about, you know, when the Windies were, you know, what have they got left? And they've got, you know, Holders at eight and then you've got uh, um, Alzari Joseph that can bat a bit and then Kemar Roach at, t- at 10 and um, the less that we talk about Gabriel, the better. <laughs> it's just like all the time. <laughs> they just, at least that he gets a mention though. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, and then Roach at 10 and they just don't mention who's at 11. All right. Is it That's back to me good. yet or is it? Back to me. Okay, um, so I've I think I've covered my bowling attack, and I have a wicket keeper, and I have an all rounder. So there's three to pick. You have an opening batsman. Yep. A uh, number four, a number five. Yeah. A number seven, and then your bowlers. So right, you need. So I need a, a six and a four and another opener. Yeah. Well, no, a three, unless you're Coley at three. Oh, three, right? Um, I put him at four because that's where he bats. Yeah, that's you, where he bats. And let's face it, he, he gets what he wants. <laughs> so you need a two, three, and a six. Um, all right. All right. Um, you know what? I, I might take uh, Angelo Matthews from Sri Lanka. Not a lot of Sri Lankans in our, in our sides, which is kind of reflective of, of their... Rebuilding phase. Let's let's be nice about it that they're going through. But uh, I think Angelo Matthews is still classy enough to uh, to warrant a mention in these sides. Yeah, I'd have to agree. All right, um, I need another bowler. It's really difficult. <laughs> there are so many. No, there's not, though, when you think about it. There are heaps of bowlers. We've yes, missed lots of bowlers. I understand that we've missed lots of them, but a lot of them aren't very good, Aaron. <laughs> we, we currently have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine fast bowlers. You actually don't have a spinner, so is that what you're looking for? No, I'm going to take a fast bowler. I'm going to take a fast bowler. So there's there's quite a few left. Yes, I understand that. <laughs> And I'm probably going <laughs> to... He's going to take Stuart Broad so we can't pick him against Warner. <coughs> no, actually, I'm going to go with Jimmy Anderson. Oh, lame. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't argue. Jimmy uh-huh. Anderson's one of those guys. You throw in the ball. He does something amazing. You really don't like him. Well, that's all right. I'll schedule all the tests against your side other than England and I'll be fine. Yeah. No, he's right. He's, he's, his longevity is incredible. Um, he's got some of the best like wrist positioning of a bowler that's, that's happened. Dale Stain, who I think is right up there in the um, all-time test rankings as a bowler, has said that Jimmy Anderson is way more talented than he was. He can do things with a ball that Dale Stain couldn't even dream of. So his control over line and length, his ability to swing the ball in and out without really changing his wrist position is is second to none in England. Overcast condi- conditions with a Duke ball, you'd be hard pressed to find a better bowler going around nowadays. Um, and his ability to to impact the game outside of the new ball and outside of England has as is nowhere near as good, but it has come a long way. 
Um, Anderson used to be the sort of bowler that he'd he'd bowl maybe in the first 25, 30 overs, and then you could just put him on the shelf until the next new ball came. But over over the, the, the length of his career, he's worked out a way to be productive with an older ball and in the subcontinent and places like that. I still think that he is next to useless over here in Australia, unless it's a pink ball. Um, he just doesn't seem to get as much love out of the kookaburra. He's just sort of those, that medium pace that just sort of puts it on a length. But so after you see off the first maybe four overs of Anderson, he just doesn't seem to offer a lot with the kookaburra outside yeah. of a control of line of length. That's probably the one that's, one thing that really cool. hampers him. George Bailey yeah. obviously likes facing James Anderson. <laughs> 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 Is that going to be your pick? <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy. A 40-year-old George Bailey? No, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with a keeper, and I am going to go with um, – hang on one moment. I'll just make sure I get his name right. Dun, dun, I feel dun, bad. Mushfakur um, Rahim from Bangladesh. Oh, that guy. Good pick. Batting average of 36 with 700s. Um, yeah. He started off with a really promising young career. He's the, the second Bangladeshi batsman ever to come to 4,000 test runs. Mm. Um, so That's a really good pick. We haven't had a, a Bangladeshi in the... I'm sure that Shakib Al-Hassan would have been uh, picked by now if, if he was uh, eligible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would have been. <laughs> yeah, But it's good to have a, a Bangladeshi in. Bangladeshi in. I like the sound of that, Glenn. <laughs> All right, Glenn, you're a, a, a number three and another opener short of your 11. Right. That's, uh, you know, that's a good way to pick your sign, pick your top order last. Um, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a pretty uh, bad time for openers, hasn't it? Um, I could take the other... Indian opener, Mr. Shaw. I don't Pra-pra- know what he's... Praviti Shaw. Praviti Shaw. I think he's made a good start again. And Looks then, to be a very aggressive young batsman. Hasn't had a, a long run because of injury and things like that. But um, I was certainly worried when they were going to bring him out to Australia in that last tour. Yeah. Um, we didn't have Smith and Warner. They were going to pick him and he was just going to yeah. carve us up. So. Yeah, so we, I'll have... I'll have both of those uh, young openers. <laughs> both of those. Yep. I'll have those two, thanks. Yep. Agarwal and Shaw. Two of them to go. All right, Gary, <laughs> you are looking like... So you've got a little bit of flexibility here. You have got a number five and a number six, or if you want to move Holder to the all-rounder position, you could then go another bowler. So I'm, I'm thinking I might go a spinner. A spinner? Have Has anyone picked Jadeja? No. No. I think Jadeja might be on the, the boat. And he he has some all-round ability as well. He yeah. does. He really does. That's And, like, he's he's not the guy to walk out and score you, you know, 150 runs, but he'll get 70 real quick. Yeah, he's certainly a guy yeah. I think that's – he's probably not an, um, he's not in your top six, but he's a guy – if I was the captain of your team, I would probably move Decock to six, Holder to seven, and Jadeja to eight. Mm. Would be how I would structure that. Which but he can be very damaging from eight, I suppose. Yeah, if you put him at eight, sorry, um, <laughs> you can. Uh, yeah, you, you, his runs can be bonuses rather. Yeah, than, he's yeah. probably not an all rounder in the sense that he's a he's a bowling all rounder for sure, and he's an absolute gun fielder as well. Yeah, um, yeah. that's some a of, very good pick. Some of those runouts he's got on YouTube are, are crazy, and he's done those in cricket too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Glenn made a dad joke. Yeah. It's only fit. Yeah. Um, all right, so it's down down to me. I've got the last position here for my side, and I'm going to go a little bit left field, and I'm going to go with Roston Chase. Really? As my yeah. last pick. Mm. Just to give me a bit of bowling flexibility, he's he shown in that series that is a bit about him. He is a guy that has got a pretty solid defence, uh, we've seen him score some big runs for the West Indies when they need to. Um, batting at six with the um, the lineup in front of him, Smith, Azam, Williamson. You know, he's a guy that can come in if he needs to shore up an end. He's shown that he can shore up an end. Bowls handy off spin. 
um, of just a good, honest, tough as nails experienced cricketer. And I think rounds out my my top six quite nicely, heading into a a relatively strong batting tail as well. So if he needs to bat with a tail, he's sort of got a bit of support as well. Mm, that's fair. Okay, so you myself now, and I I need a three. Is is there any uh, flexibility for me? Well, there is. You could bat Coley at three, and you could have a I four. Like if so, your side is Agarwal, Shaw. Yeah. Um, insert name here: Coley, Stokes, Matthews, and then your keeper and bowlers. So, mm. look, I I can't think of many threes that are going around that. Uh, are really secure in their position at three in world cricket. Um, well, obviously there's Labuschagne, but he's out. Um, and some of the others are gone. So I might just try and shuffle things around and get uh, Faf Duplessis in. Is he okay or is he is he retired recently? He's almost retired. So... Hmm. And he's been horrendously struggling the last little bit. Oh, has he? I, I don't know. Mm. You know, I'm I'm gonna back him to turn around. <laughs> he, he also <laughs> mainly because I can't be bothered thinking in, of in the twilight bird. of his career he's gonna turn it all around and yeah, fix yeah. it. Oh no, that's okay. All right, I'll take I'll take Faf. Take Faf. Why would you not want Faf Duplessis? Yeah. in your cricket team. And Gary, so you looking like you've got a middle order batsman to go. Yeah, but see, I can pick anyone I like. Uh, I'm just just saying from the look of this. this I, I'm 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 leaning towards a certain <laughs> player. You have picked the driver. <laughs> I recommend Putter. <laughs> I think I might have to change things around. Well, you you can only change the order. You can't give yeah, any yeah, players yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I might leave it as it is, actually. Now, this guy usually bats at, I think it's three. Was out of the game for a long time with a groin issue. Ross Taylor. Mm. Um, like he's one of the first people to score 5,000. Is it 4,000? 5,000? No, it'd be more than that. Runs for New Zealand. He's the all-time leading run scorer for yeah. New Zealand. I think that might be what you're thinking of. 8,000, I think it was. Mm. Anyway. Um, and you don't score so many runs. Oh, Taylor's class. Absolute class. But, yeah. yeah. And he's a likeable guy. And his name's Ross. All right. So, I'll work backwards here. So, I'm going to start with the order because you're the one that's changed yours around a bit. So, Warner and Pajara. Yep. Labashane. Yep. Root. Yep. Taylor. Yep. I'd probably change Dick, Taylor Dick. to four, root to four. five. Okay, root. But anyway. DeCock. Yeah. Holder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jadeja. Yeah, uh, yep. Wagner. Yep. Southie. Yep. Anderson. Yep. Uh, Glenn. Yep. Agarwal. Yep. Shaw. Mm-hmm. Duplessis. No, I don't think he's going to bet at three. I'm going to have to, to shuffle. I think I'll, I'll have to bring Coley up. Right. So, Coley, Duplessis, Stokes, yep. Matthews, yep. Payne, yep. Stark, yeah. Lyon, yep. Sharma, yep. Boomer. Yeah, it's a bit of a long tail, I, actually. I, I don't think any of your teammates are going to like each other. No, that's all right. And I'm going to go... I'm a diplomat. <laughs> Ali, Latham, Williamson, Smith, Azam, Chase, Raheem, Cummins, Rabada. Oh, sorry. No, I've got this wrong. Raheem, Cummins, Ashwin, Rabada, Hazelwood. Right. Uh, do we want to pick a 12th man? Should we pick captains as well? No, I don't think a 12th man's a good idea. Well, everyone's going to pick a second spinner, right? Pretty much. Just in case, you know, yeah. our fantasy teams play in the sub oh, in would, the fantasy subcontinent. I, I would say we need to pick a captain, though. Captain? All right. Lead us off, Gary. Right. Well, you were talking about Holder's credentials. As yeah, a, as a I'm, and I'm looking at my team now, and I'm like, yeah, I think 
I think I might put Jason Holder in as, in as my captain. He's a good captain. Yep. And he's far better than Joe Root. <laughs> cool. So yep. Holder's your captain. Yep. Glenn? Um, I really only have uh, – well, I could t- take pick Tim Payne. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tim Payne's got a captain above Coley for sure. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, Tim Payne's captain, and I'm going to go with Steve Smith. Oh, well, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> See how smug he was about that? Well, I'm just going to go with Steve Smith. Why not? I'm for Steve Smith. And there are, no, there are no backup questions. No, <laughs> no, no backup Nobody questions. saved sandpaper. Nobody. That didn't happen. <laughs> what? There was no sandpaper here? No way, no how. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, that works well. All right, so we've got a bit of time left. Who do we think is going to win this? Out of these, who have we got? What's um? Who you reckon's got the best side? I, I reckon we need we need a bit of time to reflect. I mean, I, I do think so because it really depends on where we're playing too. I mean, do, do you just go on stats like because I mean. Boomerang's recent stats, not good for me, but I feel like he's still a fearsome bowler. What I don't think we might do is we'll sit down after we finish all this. Um, we'll work out what ra- ranking and rating they have. We'll add them all together and find out who's got the highest. And argue. And, <laughs> and I, argue. And I, I, once again, because Aaron gets to go first. No, it was fair. I was there. Um, it, it's oh, a long well, way. Ahead I think with, we can we can take this to the people because we did get some. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. We got some uh, feedback last time, and people basically said that you're ga- still bitter that Gary and I were 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 yutzes, You know, yeah, uh, I, I find uh, I find that really difficult. <laughs> I, I, I found that very difficult. Well, I think one of them was was like, "Oh, is it? It's a test side. Oh, it's, of course, it's a test side. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? Are we going to pick a one day side? Like, no, no. One, like, I, you're automatically thinking test. If you're not automatically thinking test, you know, that's you're not thinking right. <laughs> the only yeah. time I, I I was hoping for anything other than a test match. Was in the last few months. Like I don't yeah. care what it, I'll watch twenty twenty every day yeah. for the next five days if I have to. Yeah, but I just need to see some cricket, and you know, but well, shall we? Shall we just go around and and state our cases? You know, like argue, say what our main body of argument is for our our side being the best one. All right. I think you should go first, Aaron, because you clearly think that you've got the best side. <laughs> so go ahead and tell us. Well, I, I think um, – I just think my side is incredibly balanced. I've, Like I said, starting off the bat, I picked the number one test batsman and the number one test bowler. Um, yep. Uh, I think other than Nathan Lyon, I have the best spinner, and it's arguable that Nathan Lyon is the best spinner. I think those two are fairly close. Yeah. Um, Gary shaking it's, his head. That's, that's not arguable. It, it just it is Nathan Lyon. <laughs> Sorry, you just you might have to go and have a look at some stats to back yourself nah. up there. But um, nah. Ravi Ashwin actually has quite an impressive record. He does. He does have a very well, impressive. We talked about this. Um, but he, he he plays on sideways spinning pitches, and well, and and he should like with 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 where he plays. He needs to have a decent record because that that stuff turns sideways. Well, just so you know, Ravi Ashwin is ranked twelfth overall in the ICC rankings. Yes, and Nathan Lyon is ranked fifteenth. Yeah, well, so and Nathan Lyon has got a nickname, and it's Gary. <laughs> Clearly, better. So, um, <laughs> and I think between Cummins, Rabada, and Hazelwood, I've got a really strong. Uh, pace bowling attack. I think the one place that lets me down is I don't really have another fast bowling option should I need it. Um, with going with Roston Chase as my all-rounder, have you say. But I think that covers me well off if I'm going places like the subcontinent. I've got the two spinning options in in uh, Chase and, and, Ashwin. and Ashwin. I've got bowlers that can bowl fast and hit the wicket and you know get some, uh, get some love with reverse swing. 
And, and I've got a really long batting lineup with Rabada at 10, who's more than handy with the bat, and Hazelwood himself's no mug at 11. Um, and I've got, in I, I, looking at this, I've, I've got the most dynamic middle order in Williamson, Smith, and Azam. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that I think my side is probably balance at the top, good, solid openers, nothing overly super special. Um, obviously, guys like... Uh, Agarwal and Warner and, and Pujara. Well, Pujara is normally middle-order batsman, but um, has opened probably more decorated, but there's certainly solid enough openers, um, absolute first-class middle-order, um, and then a, a long batting tail to get me the runs, and I think that's all things considered. There's not a lot going wrong with my bowling attack either. Sweet. All right, oh. man. You, you want me to go yeah, now? Okay, go I'll, I'll, I'll have a crack. Um well, I think my uh, you could compare the bowling attack that I had to Aaron's, and um, we've got a kind of similar makeup. We've got two out and out pace kind of guys. I've got the left arm option, so Boomerah Stark. Um, I've got the into the wind bowler Sharma, which is kind of like like your Hazelwood. And I, I got Gary Lyon, so arguably the better spinner. And I've got Ben Stokes to bowl as well. Uh, number two all-rounder in the world um, behind your guy, Gary. Um, and uh, probably I would have been better to get some, some good batsmen, but I do have two good openers who uh, have made very promising starts. I don't really know their stats but I remember looking them looking at them and they have made a good good start can somebody quickly type them in and install <laughs> and Google uh, well um, <laughs> yeah uh, I'm pretty sure they've got a, a, a good record um, I'm happy with having Coley obviously you want to yeah, but the you got to get him in he's there. He's so unlikable, but you really can't name a test yeah, side without like him you, you respect him rather than like him. Yep. Uh, I think Angelo Matthews would go better in a side that actually has some players around him. Uh, yeah, okay, that's going to be my case. Uh, yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've got a team that could probably beat anyone. They could also get beaten by just about anyone, I reckon. Yeah. Um, Devastating players up the top of the order, uh, Wagner and Pajara. Labashane will not give his wicket away for anything short of what he feels is necessary, and he doesn't want to ever get out. Um, and then players like Joe Root, uh, Ross Taylor, like just look at their figures. Like you can't, you cannot go past people that can consistently save cricket sides like New Zealand, like. They've come under fire before, and people like Ross Taylor have, have just you know, yeah, hung in there and saved the day for them. Mm. Um, probably the best keeper going around in international cricket at the moment, Quinton Cock. Yeah, I think like probably the best overall kind of yeah guy who is as like a, a good batsman and keeper. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you, looking uh, at the you, whole package, yeah, yeah, not just the keeper, like yeah, a pick. Yeah. Um, and probably, I think, the second-ranked bowler. No, no. Um, the first-ranked all-rounder. Yeah. Jason Holder. Yep. Uh, after that series, they swapped around. <laughs> Stokes is the best holder. Is yes! The second. <laughs> well, I'd, I, even if it said Holder was the best, I'd say that Stokes is probably the better one of those, Yeah. which pains me. Yeah. Um, then Jadeja. I know he's probably not the Best pick as a, a spinner. I, I think he's he's good. Like he, but, but with people like um, Labashane up the other end who can bowl a few overs if need be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I st- and and then you got the the Wagner Southie Anderson combination, and Jason Holder as well. Um. I think they'd just take. You've got a got an attack that really really needs the ball to move though. There's not a lot of genuine pace in that attack as a point of difference. You, yeah, not you get, you not get everything's the, about speed, Aaron. You get in the middle. Maybe we're overs. playing in Hobart. <laughs> well, have you ever, do you ever know a guy by the name of um, 
Glenn McGrath. Yeah, but Glenn McGrath also bowled with guys like Brett Lee and Gillespie who could turn it up. All I'm saying yeah. is your attack is a bit same same. Yeah, I know they're a bit same same, but they. I didn't also- know we were we were rebutting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm. <laughs> um, but you can't. I I would have liked um, a little bit of pace, but unfortunately, um, you were picking I, last. I was picking last. However, I could have just picked out and out bowlers to start off with. I really would have went with uh, would have wanted to go with um, someone like Jasper Bumrah or Mitchell Stark. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, they were gone, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm afraid. Yep. Shall we? Uh, shall we do some honourable mentions that that occur to us now that we've uh, already picked well, our? Well, I'm just going through the ICC rankings here and some notable players that did not get picked up. So for batsmen, um, Ajinke Rahane, who is tenth overall in the batting rankings, didn't get picked up. Oh, I kind of forgot about Rahane. <laughs> um, Dimuth Kuranatne, fourteenth. Asad Shafiq. Um, yeah. Kusal Mendes. BJ Watling, Aiden Markram, yeah. um, Tammy McBell. Yeah, I was thinking about going with Markram. Tammy McBell. He's he's from Bangladesh, isn't he? So yeah, there's some some notable ones that didn't get picked. Yeah, we picked Coley, picked Stokes, Labashane. What about uh say BJ Watling? Yeah. BJ Watling, yeah, he's a guy we missed as well as a potential yep. keeper. He was gonna be my oh, backup. I was keeper. tossing up I was tossing up between him and Payne. Uh bowlers, Trent Bolt. Yes. Didn't get picked. Yes. Stuart, Stuart Broad didn't get picked. Ooh. He only got, didn't get picked because nobody likes him. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I was going with that theme of people that nobody <laughs> likes. Um, Abbas, Shami, Kemar Roach, yeah. and Shannon Gabriel, and Umesh Yadav are all players that round out the top 20 in the rankings that didn't get picked. Yeah. So we, we haven't done I'm, too I'm happy with that. Like, you know, some, some of those guys... They're probably quality players, but they don't perform here. So you kind of just go, ah, oh, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't impress me what I when I yeah, saw them. It's, it's a bit like Joe Root. I don't like picking Joe Root, but you got to look at his figures, yeah, and say, you know, oh, well, the guy's clearly okay at this whole cricket malarkey. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like he, you know, <laughs> he captains one of the major teams in the world. Yeah, that can't win anything. <laughs> so, uh, yes. We'll put this up, get everyone to have a look, tell us what you think. Come back with your side of your... If yeah, you, if I should have taken Rahane instead of Duplessis. <laughs> Faff. Uh, yeah, I yeah. just didn't think of him. There's quite a few players, obviously, that we haven't picked. There's many, many players in the world. So have a crack with what's left. See if you can come up with a side that you think's got what it takes to take it to our three teams. That um, would be impressive if someone can pick fourth, like... Yeah, outside of all of our teams. Yeah, you can't have your you and still come up with a good team. Well, you'd get, oh. but then again, you have unlimited time to think about it. As yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> it's we have literally. I, I will still be impressed. I, I, I'm put lucky. it on the Facebook page. Go and pick your team, and just go look, read them, and weep, boys. Or have a crack at this one. Tell Aaron why his team will not win. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me and Glenn very excited. <laughs> um, oh, no. I'm a bit uh, I'm I'm peacocking a bit Puffing out my chest I think um, But you do that every time I know That's how I operate But I, I, I think I've, I've done, I'm not just doing it To be a dick I think I actually have The the best side Which is obvious Because I got to go first Which makes that I'm not I'm really? not pretending I'm some cricketing savant That's picked all these players You would never have picked I just got to go first Yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah all right. Yeah um, so, yeah, that's another draft episode done. Um, we really like these ones. Uh, if anyone's got any ideas of themes that they'd like for us to take a draft, any specifications that we need to work with, send them in through us. We like doing these ones. We're probably not going straight away. We'll space them out and make sure we've got a bit of variety to our show. But, um, yeah, it kind of makes it a bit better than just rocking up and listing an 11 We've got to try and think of it on the fly and <laughs> put our teams together and knowing that we can't pick exactly the same. So you don't listen to us all going, oh, yes, 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 we're smart cricket fans here. We would definitely pick Steve Smith in our 11 and we would pick Virat Kohli. We actually need to go and 
And, Still a bit of thinking about it. And Glenn doesn't have to do any homework. That's that's a positive. I've given up. Everyone. I'm like that teacher now that just accepts that my my student Glenn is yeah. work ethic is a bit poor, but he is in fact a but, brilliant student. But so. he is going to pull it out yeah. on the day. <laughs> on the day. Yeah, but just the, saying. Just the problem is the only one of us here that's actually a teacher is Glenn. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. All right, so that does us for another week. Um, like we always say, we're available anywhere. You can find <laughs> good podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Um, we have joined up with a podcasting app called Good Pods. If you haven't already got it, please check it out. That's Good Pods at your Apple Store or uh, Android Store. It's a fantastic app that you create a profile and uh, search for podcasts. And in doing that, allows you to share it with ev- all of your friends and see what your friends are listening to. Great way to share um, podcasts, not just ours, but any podcast you want to listen to and uh, interact with the uh, the podcast listening community to find out some hidden gems that you may, may be looking for. Uh, we're on there. So if you're going to join Good Pods, please come by, follow us, give us a listen and a shout out. Help us spread the word of Two Slips in the Gully. That'll do us for another week. Bye for now. See you later. Bye. Over. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.